Hello everyone, welcome to the 31 Days of Dread. This is day 13. I am your host, aka Pad, Peter A. DeLuca, sometimes known as Akadaddy. This just calls people pronounce it as a single word. I love it, I think it's great. This is my podcast, and this is where we do one horror movie a day for the entire month of October. Right here, right now, we have something special. We have one of my absolute favorite modern day horror movies. I've seen this movie two times. That's how impactful it is. We're going to get into House of the Devil, directed by Ty West. This dude is talented. Let's hit that intro. Hello everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back. Oh my god. I am behind on my recording. I'm behind on my drawing because if you follow me on Instagram at akapad13, I am also participating in Inktober for the third straight year. And this year's theme is Joker. And, you know, I'm having a lot of fun uh, wedging Joker into some of these prompts. Uh, it's it's just a ton of fun. And it's, it's a little bit more interactive amongst my, my friends because... Uh, everyone knows who Joker is, and now with that movie, and holy crap, Joker! Uh, we we discussed Joker, I, I think, on day six of the Thirty One Days of Dread. Joker is now on the precipice of being one half of a billion dollar movie. Now, that's incredible. It really is, and it, I don't know how. Warner Brothers can get away without doing a sequel to this or somehow incorporating this Joker in the upcoming uh, Robert Patterson Batman movie. Uh, it's, I don't know. People seem to be drawn to uh, what happened uh, with this movie. Now look, I think it's I think it's Oscar worthy. I, I, I'm hoping, I'm predicting it's going to win Best Picture, but uh, it, it, with that being said, it's still not the Joker. It's a different type of movie. It, it's just crazy clown guy that happens to be called Joker. But anyway, so our previous movie, Day 12. Day 12 was The Howling. The Howling completely blew me away. Uh, that was one of those movies I came in with low expectations because you hear a lot of these must-see movies and the these must-see movies, uh, you know, sometimes are schlock, and that's exactly what they are. But I think some of these movies that are must-see, that are, uh, you know, kind of uh, not, I would say not explored through action figures and t-shirts and, and constant re-releases, like Scanners, like The Howling. Uh, you know, like a lot of them you think will never live up to any type of hype or expectation. That movie did, and I am still drawn to it. Anyone out there that really wants your hair blown back, go check out The Howling. Anyone out there that wants an update of Rosemary's Baby, we're talking about today's movie, and that is The House of the Devil. Why is this movie so special? Why is Ty West, our director, why should he... Why is he not getting more work? I'm, I'm talking big work. Why is he not... Hey, what's up, Dal? Dal's uh, patrolling my feet, looking for food. Endlessly, this cat's looking for food. Dallas, I just gave you some treats, buddy. In a little bit. 
Ty West uh, perfectly uh, understands what it takes to tell a story. He knows horror. If you know those two things, you can make any type of movie. What he did with House of the Devil and how he did it. Uh, you got to give him credit for the synthesizer return. You got to give him credit for this um, grindhouse type return. Now, Tarantino and Robert Rodriguez brought back the grindhouse, this throwback or nostalgia driven or vintage, however you want to define it. Those, the two of them did the grindhouse double feature, which was a great experiment. And who knows, like, who knows how well, um, like, who knows how well it would have went if that was a successful experiment. You know, uh, playing the terror and, uh, death proof. Okay. It's, it's kind of okay that, that the, uh, grindhouse experiment did what it did, which is, you know, barely make back its money. There's also a book on that, uh, that I've been dying to buy, and it's only like a $3 book. (laughs) Okay, so we have this resurgence of what is Grindhouse. And then we get movies like House of the Devil. We get movies like Hobo with a Shotgun. And that trend continues today. Because now we're in like a very weird zone. And this goes right into Joker. This is why I was talking about Joker a little bit ago. Joker is that. You know, Joker is essentially a grindhouse movie. You know, like Joker is made to exist in another era. It's not made to exist today. That's what, you know, like that's a part of the fun of watching that movie. It's the same with House of the Devil. Ty West just did it forever ago. (laughs) House of the Devil. 2009, okay? That's when that movie came out. Now, I think at one time Ty West may have had like a Tumblr. Because I remember following him or someone close to him or close to the promotion of the movie. And uh, no, hey, and I just spent this morning researching the heck out of Tumblr, debating if I should get back into it or not. Or kind of like getting into Tumblr with a real strategy. Uh, hey, it's the 11th social media site on earth. So, yeah, it's, it's worth it. I, I thought, I thought it completely had fallen off the map, but yeah. And I just remember, uh, House of the Devil VHS releases to, to promote the movie. And I, I, I thought that was the coolest thing on earth. And, and we're going back towards the beginning, the birth of this obsession now with nostalgia Vintage, retro, whatever you want to call it. Oh, excuse me. Whatever you want to call it. And it's an unhealthy obsession. It's a bad obsession. Uh, because it, you can't exist in all errors. I think some of that is very confusing. And it's not very clear. But, so, even back then, it was like, it was like holy crap. I'm like, these guys are just doing something cool. You know, again, like kind of like Peter philosophy driven self. You're swinging for the fences. So, look. Eventually, saw the movie. Uh, I I forget my first um, experience watching this. I, I I don't know if I was still living in Jersey. I might have still been living in Jersey. And 
the movie, like I said, the movie is uh, this movie is essentially uh, we need <laughs> we need to uh, find a woman, and we have to put Satan's uh, seed in her. Now, this is exactly like Rosemary's Baby, but this movie has uh, more of a limited cast. It has less uh, over-the-top characters. But, you know, in Rosemary's, you find out that the um, the overexpression of some of the characters is a part of the um, gag. It's a part of the hook. You know, we have a character perfectly set up who's desperate for money. And the only thing this girl needs to do in this movie is to stay out of the house and look after this grandmother who is just in the room. Yeah, uh, he, she she's not going to be much trouble, and she'll get four hundred dollars, and it's only a few hours. And this movie has uh, Tom Noonan, right? That's Kane from RoboCop Two. Tom Noonan is so freaking good in this movie that it, it's it, like e even now I'm just trying to. Uh, go through Dal. What are you doing, buddy? Dal is just nonstop hunger. Yeah. So and <laughs> Tom Noonan in this movie, he has such a draw in his uh, performance, like his cadence, his speech, uh, exactly what he's doing with his lines. That the you. You're immediately creeped out by it. You're you're creeped out by it to the point of you don't like you just don't want him to talk. You don't want him to be around this girl. You know there's no good like there's no good about it. You know, and this girl, Josh Josh Jocelyn Donahue, okay? She plays Samantha Hughes. Her performance is so desperate. It's so desperate that you you want the movie to be different as you're watching it. You don't want any harm. You don't want the fate to bestow her, even within a second viewing. Now, that's your plot. And it I, I would say it's been five, six years, maybe a little bit longer between watching this movie. The second time watching it a few nights ago, I watched it with someone, and I got to see the effects of this movie on someone that hasn't seen it. That's you know again open to film, like you know like open to watching this movie, not coming down, sitting down as a critic, but just as let's watch some scary stuff. Completely freaked her out, rightfully so. And. Yeah, so I started looking into Ty West, like it, because for the thirty-one days of dread, I have yet to do a director block, and I've been debating Rob Zombie because Three from Hell, actually, as of today, is available on digital, and I researched Ty West. And I'm thinking, like, should Ty West be my first director block? Now, I really want to do Rob Zombie. We all know, we all know 
I completely back. I am a fan of Halloween uh, 1 and 2 by Rob Zombie. Especially the second one. I love the second movie. But Ty West has movies I haven't seen before. And Ty West is, is somewhat prolific. Now, he's not getting the Marvel movie. Ty West should get a Star Wars movie. But he has a lot of movies behind him. Now, some of these are available. Some of them are not. He, he made one movie called The Sacrament that I'm pretty sure I saw. I'm pretty sure I saw it. I really don't remember. But he has this other movie called The Innkeeper. The Innkeepers from 2011. Now, outside of that, he has, yeah, he 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 has short films. He's got anthologies. He's he's participated in, uh, and he has uh, some TV shows underneath his belt. He's a working director. Should he be a working director working on something huge? Yes, I mean, like, get, I would just give this guy the Resident Evil franchise, and and let him let him go, just. You know, give him some parameters. Hey, like we kind of needed to look like this. We needed to be about this. You know, like loosely. You know, and 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 go. But mostly, I would say the biggest thing with uh, any type of Resident Evil update would be the look. It just needs to look like Resident Evil Two moving forward. Okay, like it just lock down the look. Lock down Joe Joe Valentine. So. Within the 31 Days of Dread, we, we have back-to-back movies that are completely significant in their quality. The Howling and House of the Devil are definitions. I was, I mean, like we're, we're kind of in like a really good four-movie block. Because Dog Soldiers, The Howling, House of the Devil, and Tomorrow's Rosemary's Baby are just... Each one is a masterpiece uh, of its own right. This movie should be... Uh, immediate Halloween viewing by, for anyone out there. And if you don't agree with that, I'm sorry. Uh, you, you're, you're not looking at film and the intent and the effects of film on even the psyche well enough. You're not. And, and uh, it's sad. <laughs> no, <laughs> look, I get it. Everyone has a different taste. Uh, but no, no there's, there are some things in my mind that are ir- irrefutable. Just be, uh, if if you were to um, scale it out and chart out the effects of a movie, this movie's irrefutably uh, has a horror effect on you, and it's of quality. It has both. Uh, there's a few flaws in this movie, and if there are, I haven't identified them. If there are, hey. If, if you find any flaw in House of the Devil, tweet me at AKA Pad. But look, everyone, thanks a lot for joining me. We're, we're, we're wrapping it up here. House of the Devil. Ty West. Go check it out. And tomorrow, we're, we might be dealing with the first, um, like, truly uh, magnified, like, you know, like, legacy horror movie with Rosemary's Baby outside of last year's run of the Universal Monsters, but th- this is a legacy movie, it's always going to be in the conversation, it is right there with The Exorcist, uh, you know, two greatest horror movies, you know, Exorcist, Rosemary's Baby, uh, I don't think there is, there is much, uh, argument there, and then, you know, it's a, it's a discussion, it's an argument from, 
you know, number two down. But hey, hey, everyone, let's rock and roll. Let's do Rosemary's Baby. And I'll see you. Have a good night.